0: 105.6 FM in Mtata. Nine after 10 o'clock, we continue the conversation on The Talking Point. And for this hour, we're looking at the Heroes Academy South Africa. And they've been targeting particularly young boys through a 16-week workshop where they discuss various issues, Um, that are aimed at helping effectively change culture, change mindsets of of young boys um, as an an effort to try and deal with the gender-based violence pandemic that we are facing as a country. Kolping Mbumba is one of the head facilitators at Heroes Academy South Africa. Kolping, good morning to you.
1: Good morning, Mrs. is Kathy. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Good morning to the listeners as well.
0: And Matthew Boyd is the chief operations, uh, chief of operations rather, for the Heroes Academy. Matthew, good morning.
2: Good morning. How
0: are you? I'm well, thank you. Colping, I- I'm going to I'm going to begin with you. Tell us a bit more about the work that you are doing at the Heroes Academy.
1: Um, Well, thank you for the opportunity. Um, I'm one of the facilitators at Heroes Academy, and we run a self-developmental workshop um, that focuses on character building in young boys. We teach them um, a lot about uh, consent, um, accountability, responsibility, and we have uh conversations where we guide them on how to navigate um being a man of principles as they grow uh into the men uh and uh leaders of tomorrow
0: how did you get into this work
1: um i come from uh, a very disadvantaged community in cape town i grew up um in the township um, so I started being involved in community development work at a very young age. Uh, so, uh, when I got the opportunity to be involved uh, with Heroes Academy through a friend, uh, it spoke into a lot of what I believe in, which is raising men that are going to be responsible, raising men that are accountable, raising men that um, understand and are motivated to believe that the future is in their hands as long as they work hard and they have a very strong uh, moral compass and system, which is not easy when you grow up in, in a community that is plagued by substance abuse, gender-based violence, and gangsterism
0: matthew when it comes to an operation of this nature uh, i understand you operate as an npo but even non-profit organizations have to make um a a business case for existence and have to say why it is that they believe they should exist or even how they're going to ensure their own sustainability what is the sort of thinking that you had going into um a, a project like this
2: uh, I must admit, um, when it comes to thinking of that nature, I'm really not that way inclined. Um, I really came more on the side of creating the program. Um, mm. I sort of put a lot of effort into getting the program up and running.
1: <clears throat>
2: then going forward from there, getting it into a more, you know, established working process. I need a lot more help. So we have a lot of good brains behind that side of things. You know, getting it into a sustainable running program. So. Finding that route was, you know, I'd say mainly getting it into the schools within the communities because it really is a big school problem that we are facing, you know, like mm-hmm. mis-education and things like that. So getting it into the schools was what I'd say would be the, the first step into making it a sustainable program.
0: So so how do you then decide what it is that young boys absolutely need to know, need to learn um, through this through these workshops that that you hold over the 16-week period? What was the process of developing this curriculum?
2: Uh, let me just, not to, to correct you, but it's a 24-week program at the moment. So the pilot started off as 12 weeks, so that was last year. Um, the way we went about creating it, um, I actually have a very, let's say, bad background. I, I'm an addict, so I have... Drug history. I have, you know, a bad history with uh, getting arrested and things like that. When it came to creating the program, I essentially just sat myself down, and I thought to myself, what did I need as a 13-year-old boy in order to get me off that path that I was on, the path that led me down, bad choices, bad influences, all those things? I sat myself down and I said, like, what do I need at the most basic form? in order to, like, get that 13-year-old self to make better decisions and live a better life, and at the most basic thoughts I could. So, you know, teaching him honesty in the simplest form I could, or teaching him respect, you know, teaching the most simple things that might have been overlooked, like, with our modern-day 13-year-old boys. I just sat down and I wrote those thoughts down in the most simple way I could, that you could just convey it to a uh, you know a teenage boy and get across to them. And that's where we started. It took a lot of, you know, editing, reworking drafts, getting the program to where it is now, which is a twenty four week program. It's a lot more in depth. We work with the boys like really deeply. We really get connected with them. We find out where the issues are. It's a, a great program. Like from where it started to where it is now, it's really impactful.
0: Matthew, it sounds like Work that requires a lot of vulnerability, especially if you're having to place your own life's experiences um, into that work and be, and have it intentionally be part of, 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 of what you're doing. What did it take for you personally to be able to come out and to, to speak about your story, but I suppose to also speak about the hope that, that, that came out of your story?
2: So it obviously took a lot of, you know, working through trauma and, you know, being honest with myself, accepting the story and then sort of figuring out how to use it for good. But it really it can't just be put on me. I said so often with this program, when it comes to all of the facilitators we have, we really got, you know, the cream of the crop by luck. All the people that happened to volunteer for this program were great men, the kind of men that we need to inspire boys. So it's not just me that gets to share a great story in this program. We have a lot of other facilitators who have a lot of good, inspiring stories that we can put in front of the boys. It's just normal, everyday coaches that actually have great stories that are inspiring men that they can look up to. I mean, you know, going into this, I thought maybe my story would be one of the more like anomalies that would inspire the boys, whatever, but we actually, we have loads of them in our team going to every different location inspiring the boys on a weekly basis my story just happens to come in in you know certain sessions where it might be helpful where I can speak on substance abuse and making better decisions but there are other coaches who have you know great experience in other fields as well so it's a it's